On this episode, we got NASCAR Nicole, of course, and special guests, D. How you want them to address you, D? Shit, it's, oh, my bad. It's Dalicia. You can curse. It, it, and it and that's matter. the point. That's the point of like this podcast. Like we've been to be talking about some real deep stuff where we shouldn't be cursing, but, but I'm like, it's gonna happen. Out. God knows our heart. We're not using it in a bad way. You know. And this episode, we gonna really like, like Nicole said, we are gonna touch on real deep stuff. Well, we shouldn't be cursing, but hey, it's life. Sorry. Um, introduce yourself, D. Tell me what you doing, like what you got oh, going on. Looky, oh, look who it is! Now you gotta shut up and wait, bang. <laughs> introduce yourself, D. Um, well, I'm Dalicia. I'm an artist. I'm a graphic designer. I'm an animator. I do everything related to art under the sun, and. I'm also a human being, curious about life. Glad to be here. Hmm. Who is that? It's my sister. There's a busy woman right there. Delicia, this is Big man, big man, big man, big man, always up to something. How y'all doing? Ah, big man, big man. What's poppin'? But D, this is Bang Man, Bang Man. This is D, Ryan's sister, sister in law. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. But, um, Bang, they know you. They know you fucking weird or whatever. Fuck it. But on, on this episode, like I told you previously, we're going to get in deep on it. And the first question to. Oh, well, I ain't going to start with no questions. Let's do some would-you-rathers. And if y'all have some y'all want to ask to, y'all can. So, or any questions as well. Or like a this or that thing. Okay. Um, Would you rather give up 90 days of fast food or 90 days of... Hmm. Your favorite food. Fast food. 90 days of fast food. I don't eat that shit anyway. Really? Yeah. So you would eat your favorite food for 90 days? Yes. If I can come back and eat that fuck forever, 90 days without fast food, then I'm going to be... It's my favorite food. Like, it's my favorite food for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be my favorite. (laughs) Okay, I got one, I got one, I got one. I gotta be, the, be the last person on earth or outlive all your peers. Isn't it the same thing? No, because if you're the last person on earth, there's nobody else here. If you outlive your peers, you outlive like everybody you know. Like you your just, generation. Like your generation. You just you just old as hell. Oh yeah, I wanna outlive my peers. I wanna tell the next generation what's going on, what I've been through. Nobody yeah. wants to be the last person on earth. Nah, nah I kill myself. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I have, I have a little fun first. Where you at with it? Dude, nigga. <laughs> you you out here by yourself. What you mean, nigga? I'm having fun, nigga. I have fun with myself. Nothing's fun without rules to break. I mean, but when there's no rules, then what is it to break if you just be free? You're going to be all alone. Nobody. All alone. (laughs) Okay, would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Maple syrup, because Nutella, I feel like I wouldn't be able to breathe. Like, like, that, shit, that shit gets stuck in your nose. You done for. Nutella, because maple syrup, I feel like it'll be uh, like quicksand. But you can't see in Nutella, though. It should thick as hell, though. <laughs> oh, that's underwater? I mean, yeah. Nutella? It's a, it's a, you it's have a to pool. Swim like, in you it. have to swim in it. Like, Nutella is thicker than maple syrup, so I'll it would be more. I don't. I close my eyes underwater anyway. 
Utilities. Bang, where you at? I'm really, I'm not tripping off that maple syrup. I'm thinking, is it gonna be like a texturizer for my hair, or is it really gonna be the the Nutella is really too thick. You can't breathe under the, and then in the in the um, the honey. No maple syrup. I'm tripping. The maple syrup. I'll be able to go around and actually swim in there. Yeah. I think of it like B movie when they swim through there. Yeah, B movie was a hard ass movie, but oh yeah, the B movie go crazy. Bang man know all about this. Oh god. Oh honey, honey. Okay, I have a quick question. <laughs> Why do y'all always talk in third person? No, that's, okay. that's just the way Bang Man is. You can't change that. You can't. Oh, no. <laughs> that so should weird. be like that. Should it, it's so it's so instilled because. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't nobody else like me. You can't change Bang. Bang Man, the only person that talk in third person, because that's what Bang do. Don't. Don't bro, you not. Chill. You don't see nobody else around here talking in third person like Bang Man. Bang Man do this naturally. Okay, Bang. Whatever. Next question. What next would you rather? Buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping, or always forget one thing that you need when you go to the store. Forget one thing. Uh-uh, cause I gotta go back and get that. That's crazy. I'm not trying to spend extra money. Right too. That's right. That's so crazy. Yeah. Think about it. If you left, if you left it and you gotta go back, you gotta waste gas to go back anyway. They didn't say how far you left from the store. You obviously went, yeah. you went there. You, went back home. you went there and went back home. Yeah, if you forgot that bitch. So you had to go back to the store, so you wasting that little gas that you was gonna spend that extra money on. That's what make it a toughie right there. You gonna spend it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard though. Um I feel like I I, I just have to miss that leave leave that one thing out because I say fuck it at the end of the day. I ain't I ain't gonna bullshit with you. Me excuse me, I feel like I um get the extra 10 things because when you got an extra 10 things around that you don't need and you creative you will find a way to put use to that shit and then that'll like but it won't exclude you spend the extra money on some shit that you think you need where you could just make that shit or just put that shit together that you broke it won't hit home demo like it would be if you already knew what you just was gonna grab that thing anyway yeah if you can uh, back to the store and get your money back <laughs> I always forget something anyway, so it's cool. I'm still, I'm still. Okay, so we're going to get into the nitty gritty, I guess. So today's podcast is about our relationships with God and later in, you know, the week of Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about all relationships, starting with God, and then we'll go into our relationships with our parents, our friends, and then intimate relationships. And so today we're talking about our relationships with God, and it's okay to be free to say, you know, I don't know God. And this podcast is about, you know, learning to be open to a relationship with God, learning about stuff that, you know, You may think that you don't believe in the Bible or, you know, um, things that you just may have questions about that you feel that you've heard answers to, but you still don't like truly understand. So we have some questions here. And for an icebreaker, my first question is, what is your view on church environment? Like, Meaning, like, people, what have you done in the church growing up? Like, have you went to vacation Bible school, which I know the both of you two have. So, yeah, it's whoever wants to go first. Bang man to take the spotlight, you know. Because <laughs> nobody wants to say something. <laughs> I say, I feel like when I grew up in church, it was, I missed the question. I feel like I don't, I don't want to... What is your view on church environment? Um, Like how I see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, My church environment was good. I feel like if you got just a great pastor and everybody want to come and really learn the word and you just sit there, you actually learn and interact with each other and it's all good vibes and you can just really 
listen and learn and talk to God and get closer with Him, then you got a good sermon, a good a good church vibe. I say, um, I don't know. I went to vacation Bible school. We talked about um different types of things that happen with the Lord, and I mean, I grew up in the church as a deacon, junior deacon, um, saying different scriptures, reading different scriptures in the um, church. I mean, everybody, everybody's different. I don't, I don't see like with the different cultures and different religions, everybody's view on church is different. So it's really hard yeah, well, to explain that. My bad. Yeah, we, uh, growing up in church, yeah, I grew up in church ever since I was a young and everything. And seeing different churches, it really does depend on the church you're in because every congregation is different. Every pastor is different. Every All church folk are different. And when I was in church, I was involved in the choir, you know, youth ministry, um, being active, going to Sunday school, Bible study, all that. Um, but, you know, Church, it, it isn't really needed to have that relationship with God. It's needed to have that group of people, um, a group of believers, a group of other people who follow the same faith as you. It's good to have that group of people to fellowship with, but going to church all the time, that wasn't something I wanted to do personally. You know, dressing up, that wasn't something I wanted to do. Being around all them folk, um, all the people who they say they're godly and then they just belittle you, be rude to you. I wasn't down for all that, you know? So it just really didn't. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, D, but I'm with you like 100% on that because I grew up in the church, yeah, since I was a Jew or whatever. But as I grew older, I had a different stand view of church itself. And like you said, I didn't always want to go and be belittled by these people because what i did outside of church and they did worse but i'm just young doing it you feel me yeah and it's like yeah i don't know how i was going but I, I still, yeah. it's different I it's different for everybody like, touched on everything like yeah, i just like, feel like me personally being a, a preacher's grandkid and having a father who is well known in the church i'm gonna say industry because that sounds weird but in the music environment in the church world and going living out there with him even i got the same kind of treatment almost being out there but being down here and being a preacher's grandkid it was just like everything i did was just looked at like crazy like i was just pulled to the side in church one time and i was told that I shouldn't be on social media dancing to a Beyonce song with my brother. And I was just like, but your kid does other things. And me being a kid at the time, I was just like being respectful, like, you know, yes, ma'am. Okay. But that really like made me feel some type of way because I'm like, you guys are so hypocritical and I know how you people are outside of church. And, and it's like, they, I don't know, it's like they just get so blindsided when they get in church and they just put on this persona like, I'm holy and sanctified, but yet you still do what you do. And I'm not saying I'm not perfect either, but it's just like, don't be hypocritical towards me if I'm not saying anything to you. And now that I'm getting older, it's like I'm still trying to be respectful of what people have to say to me, but it's just like, okay, now hold up, slow it down. I couldn't say nothing to you back then, but let's backtrack. Let's be respectful towards each other because now I'm an adult. But I don't know, church, I like all of us grew up in church, but I feel like, like you said, the church is not needed to always connect with God. And that's the next question, to be honest, how have you uh, connected with God this past week? Like you can do all kinds of things to connect with God, you know? So how do y'all connect with God? Big man taking the spotlight again, going first? It don't matter. Whoever want to go first? Uh, I go through a lot of stuff. I just, before I go to sleep every night or when I wake up, I pray. 
I talk to God just even when I be zoned out, I really be talking to myself, trying to talk to God. It's like I always try to have my own relationship with God. I talk to him whenever I could throughout the day, just in my own zone. I talk to God or when I before, like I said, before I go to sleep or I say my prayers and I just say what I got to say to God and have my conversation with him. Wait, hold up. Repeat what you just said. You kind of yeah. cut out a little bit. Oh, that cut out? That's crazy. You can hear me now? The difficulties. Yeah. You, you can hear the bang, man? Bang, you're breaking up, baby. Oh, tell me you can hear the bang, man. Bang, man. I can hear you. I can hear you. You can hear me? Check me out. <laughs> Come on, now. Don't tell me I'm bringing yeah. bad like that. It's bad like You this. can't hear us? Yeah, I can hear y'all. Well, what we can you? hear you, nigga, talk. Yeah, all right. I said, uh, but like when I say my prayers or when I wake up and I, before I go to sleep, I talk to God like that. Or when I be zoned out in my own world and I be talking to myself, I talk to God as well. Mm. I feel like my sister is always watching over me. And when I just be in my own mentality, I just... I can either, I feel like an angel is always watching me. So it's like every time I talk to myself, I'll be talking to my sister, which I'll be like talking to God as well, asking for help. I always call on God. It's just, I'll be in my own zone when I talk to him. We have our own relationship. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Yeah, speaking of zone, yeah, like same, same as him. Like, I wake up. I read my Bible. I'm on this daily Bible plan. You know, I'm connected with God daily through that. I talk to him. I don't pray the conventional way, but I pray that's comfortable for me. And that's me and God know that that's how we connect because I can't, I don't pray the way that, you know, the preachers pray or the prayer warriors pray and such like that. And also through like hobbies that I love to do, like painting, like, that's a whole meditative state for me. That's a whole time where I just let loose sometimes and just let God take the will, and I connect with him through that, you know? It's just, it's a whole moment of flow when I connect with him. Yeah. I'm with both of y'all on that one. Like, everybody got their way of talking to God. And I'm with you, Bang, the way I have been recently for this past week. When I zone out, I'm talking to God or I'm self-reflecting. And before I go to sleep, when I wake up, I pray. Even whenever me and whenever Ryan drop me off at work, I'm, we pray together. I'm trying to get in the habit of that because I know it's, it's better. It feels better when it's done. I'm going to say that. Like, your day go by way, way smoother. Next question is, what has God been showing you or teaching you lately? Me, you go first this time. Yeah. Mm, that's a thing. I was like, dang, I got to think about that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, God really has been showing me that I'm in this, I'm transforming right now. I'm in this weird transitional phase. And I've been real uncomfortable with it lately. I've been uncomfortable around people. I've been uncomfortable around social settings. I've been uncomfortable around situations where I used to be super comfortable in, but now it's like I'm not meant to be in those type of spaces. So yeah. I just know this is a, I'm in my twenties, you know, my 20 something. So I'm figuring things out. I'm in this new phase of life and God, he really showing me how to move through that. Cause I've been asking for, I've been asking him every day for guidance to get through some certain stuff. And I'm like, I don't know the path to take, man, please. And sometimes it's obvious, but sometimes it's not. And I really just got to sit and be patient and wait for him to say something. Yeah, and sometimes it be obvious and we just be so jittery or so impatient that we look over it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, bang. Y'all want to know the lesson guys teaching bang, man? Um... I say it's more of a humbling lesson. I'm getting humbled every day. Uh, 
As you say, people think when I talk in third person, I'm really putting myself before everybody when it's just a way that I can express myself. It's like kind of saying like it's middle child syndrome. I really want to be like the center of attention when I talk in third person. It's just to express that I'm here. Like, you know I'm here. Um, right. I say I understand as I try to do everything like on my own and I really, he really showing me I don't know everything, even though I'm trying to do this thing, learn, learning in my career. When I go to barber school, I can say, for example, cutting the hair. Uh, I don't know how to cut hair, and it's something that I'm learning. I thought I was going to be actually good in it, but then when I'm actually doing it, he's showing me, like, hey, you have to slow down, take your time, and really learn and think about what you're doing before you actually do it. So it's really just a humbling process of, like, I don't know it all, but I'm going to teach you. Or you gonna have to show yourself that you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what God is showing and teaching me is kind of same with the humbling process, but it's more taking accountability and owning up to stuff and speaking up for myself when it's time and not after the fact. <clears throat> and is like like you said i don't know everything and that's okay i don't i don't have to know everything and that's something i have to i have to learn to be okay with mm -hmm. but i didn't get to that point without praying every day without asking god to show me what was meant to be in my life or how my life was supposed to go or the next step yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I was looking for a scripture. Um, God is showing me right now patience, and I guess the the uncomfortableness, like you were talking about, D, because. I always hear when you're moving up in a higher level or when God is moving you to a higher position, you're going to become uncomfortable. Not so much in a sense of, you know, being around friends and things like that. But, yeah, you can. Like, once you know that you are around people that aren't benefiting you or, you know, you can't take with you to this higher place or they're not ready to go there with you, then you have to leave them. And that's going to become uncomfortable. So, it's like he puts you in this uncomfortable place, but it's only because he's trying to elevate you and bring you into a higher position. But we get so afraid and we get so weirded out and we really get uncomfortable with, with it. It's just like we stray away from it. And then that's when we lose our faith and we lose our trust in God that he can bring us out of anything simply because we're not realizing that this is only a time of, okay, God, I asked you to show me what I want you to remove out of my life so I can get to a better place. And now you're doing it, but hold up. I, I didn't ask you to do all that. And we get to there and then we just lose our relationship with him because we're not ready for him to make us uncomfortable and, and remove things that we really want to hold on to in life. And yeah. Um, Next question. When in your life did you feel closest to God? D, first. Are you laughing? Yeah. Um, mine was really when, um, well, mine was two. The, the first one was when I got in trouble at school for smoking in my dorm, for like having weed up there. And I thought I was going to get kicked out, you know, and I was like, dang, it took me, you know, like some change to get here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get kicked out right now just for the stupid decision that I just made. And yeah. I literally, that night that that happened, I got on my knees, I surrendered to God. I was like, Lord, please help me out. Please give me guidance. And I'm telling you, I was so connected. I was so in line with my faith. And of course, I, I 
I fell off a bit. I fell off, got a little bit off kilter, but I'm getting back on that. But that was really a time where I was like, yeah, because he got me through it. He got me through it. And I was still in school and everything. And it was nothing but God through everything that happened. But just knowing that he got me through that, I was like, yeah, I know that this, he's my Lord and Savior. Like he's everything because growing up with him, you're following well, I was following my parents' faith, you know. I didn't know God for myself and being on my own and going through things that made me connect with him even more. That made me realize that, yeah, this is what I believe in. This is who I believe in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, bang is difficult. I got a difficult um answer. Um, I don't know, really. Like, I can't... Time where I really got close with God. I mean, I feel like I was I always had a relationship with God, so I don't know like how close can I really get with Him. That's why I'm still learning. I mean, like, the, huh? like what situation? What situation that you like just felt like you was hopeless and you just like just called on God and. It was answered and it was like an eye opener type stuff, like a time like that. Mm. I don't have one like that. I say when the time I lost my sister in a car accident, um, I got knocked out, and so I really didn't know what happened. And then that's when I really did wake up. I was in the back of an ambulance, me and my brother, and we were all right, but I didn't know where my sister was at. And I'm calling on God, like, yeah. where is my sister? I don't know where my sister is at. Help me. I come to find out she was underneath the car. And they said they had to get a helicopter to come and get her and uh, ship her to the near. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I'm sitting here calling on God, hoping, trying to see if my sister's all right. And when I get to the emergency room, she's passed away. And, um, I sit in the room with my family and we just sit there and we pray. And I don't know, like, how, I don't know what else, like, how closer could I get with God when I'm sitting here asking him for help. And I mean, he took my sister away, but I mean, God doesn't make no wrong decisions. And I feel like it was her time to go. So it's like, it was like a learning lesson. As I say, I got closer with him, like, it's hard to really explain it. I just like I always I know you ain't an angel that's watching over me. Mhm. Yeah, you ain't got to get too deep in it if you don't want to, but I, I know how deep that subject is for you. We're gonna get into the verse of the day for this session. Okay, this verse comes from Romans 14 and 23. And if you haven't read Romans yet, y'all, I really suggest y'all do because Roman will step all over your toes and read you for everything that you are. Like will really make you think about how you are right now in your life. But it says, I'm going to see a bit. <laughs> Y'all know I mean no harm. Stop hitting me. Okay. This app right here be trying to do bang man down bad, kicking me out. <laughs> that crazy. Okay. So the verse is, but if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something. You are sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is right, you are sinning. So this one really struck for me because like right after I read this, I felt like every decision I was making, like I took this scripture literal. Like it's it was hard. so like that, like I was gonna say it, yeah, <laughs> but dead, like for but, real, yeah. Dead, wait, wait, but, wait, wait, wait! Before you get too deep into it, you gotta um rerun that same verse back that you did. Bangman didn't really hear the whole thing, and okay. I'll follow. Want to hear that one more time? Okay, it says, "But if 
you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. And so even though it says, you know, if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, I mean, that's just one thing about it. Like, that's literal. If you know that you're on a health kick right now and you go eat a bag of chips today and you know that you shouldn't have done that, you're sinning. And you felt that conviction in your soul like, dang, I know if I eat this, I got to work a little extra hard to work this off. You're sinning because you did that. So, and I was I was taking that as literal as possible. But what you was going to say? So if I sniffed a bag of chips, is this? <laughs> no. no but if you, you eat it chips. and you know it, like if you know that it's wrong, it's wrong. But it's just not even just about eating food. Like with anything, if you say you in an argument, since we're talking about relationships, say you in an argument with your significant other and you know that you can say something that's going to tick them off. But in your mind, you like, I shouldn't say that because I know exactly where this is going to go. Like, I want to go to sleep happy and I don't want to say that. But then they say something back to you and you just like, I'm going for it. You sin simply because you knew you shouldn't say that. Like, you shouldn't have said that. But this is like literally in every decision that you make, like everything. If you feel convicted in your soul to not do it, or you know that it's wrong, even going out with friends and stuff like that. I feel like that's sinning. If you feel something in your spirit, like I shouldn't be out with them. I know something bad going to happen to me. And you go anyway, just praying to God, like, God, keep your hands on me while I'm out here. God, like you already knew I, t I, I put it on you to not go, but you went anyway. And now you're stuck here in a situation. And so that's kind of how I feel like you should take it. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, we gonna Well anybody got any That was other my little comments? preaching moment. Yeah, anybody <laughs> Pastor Nicole. <laughs> Shit. Anybody got any other comments? Stop. <laughs> I'm before, sorry. Before I get into these next questions. Nope. Man. I agree. Okay, okay, okay. I really love it. Oh. Hmm? <laughs> Um, yeah, we can do a would you rather real quick. Okay, y'all, if we sound off, I'm cutting most of this yeah, stuff Yeah, we're going to cut this Like, when BJ, real. whenever you leave out, it's okay, because I'm going to edit it out. I got but, you. But, okay, we'll get into some real this or that questions. So, I'm going to ask y'all different questions. So, D, TV series or movies? Um, TV series. DJ, match or Miss Miller. I can't say it. Matching or mismatched socks? Mismatch. Uh, match. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Fuck no. Nah. I didn't see you with a pair of mismatched socks, nigga. Chill out. My socks got a match. Bro, chill. No, look, look, look. Okay. If you seen me wear like a red and a black sock, it was probably because I chose to do that. <laughs> if it's one thing about Bane. No homo, you will have a big ass player boxes on and some Mitch Man socks. <laughs> Dude, that because that's when I go to sleep. It don't matter. You you school and that shit, chill out. That's what I wore when I went to sleep. You in the locker room. Chill out, man. That shit sound weird as hell. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Okay, B. Pancakes or waffles? Uh... Waffles. <laughs> That's not your question. My bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, football or basketball, BJ? Oh, football. B, uh, live in LA or New York? Uh, New York. Ooh. Really? That's true. No, I changed that, LA. <laughs> right. Actually, ah, like, right. Hey, hold up. <laughs> Uh, they both said, no, no. Ooh, okay, BJ, silver or gold? Gold. Why? Um, I people try to steal my. I'd be too worried about somebody coming to rob me. It costs more. 
That's why I be worried about people coming around me. D. Yo. B four three or six nine. Wait, what? B- <laughs> Let me see. B four three or six nine. What? The height. It's a the height. height. My B bad. four three or six nine. Oh, six nine. Really? What the heck? Why you want to be so tall? Why you want to be so? Are you talking about like for me to be the height? Yeah, yeah not a dude. Oh, yeah, y'all not. That wasn't a. My oh, bad. It's a, it's a this is that for you. Um, four three. That's short though. Bang! Live in England or Scotland? What would you like a spot of tea? <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst accent oh, I ever God, heard. That bitch was so old. What? You don't, you don't want no pip pip chitty, oh? None of it? What? Alright. <laughs> D, cupcake or donut? Ooh, it's donut. I like cupcake. I know she <laughs> wanted cupcake. <cupcakes. laughs> uh, BJ, chocolate or vanilla? What it would put it just like regular chocolate or just vanilla plain? Why you gotta add so many? Yes, nigga, plain chocolate, plain vanilla. Is it ice cream or is it just like candy? The flavor, just just the fucking flavor. God damn it, bang! Chocolate. I don't don't even like chocolate. Why would you drink it? I don't like vanilla either. The uh, iced coffee or hot tea? Um, hot tea. BJ, fishing or hiking? Uh, you said hiking? Yeah, we can go for a hike. What about the mile line? Oh, I want to give you a scenario about my about my lines. Bro. At the end, at the uh, end. Y'all got to remind me to give you a scenario about my No, no, lines, go ahead, bro. go ahead. Fuck it, I'm going to give it to you. Okay, oh bang. Gosh. Look at this. Okay. Right. Boom. We hiking, right? Dessert. Nigga, we loaded. We smoking, we smoking the wood in the woods, right? Woods, with Smokey the Bear there? Huh? Smokey the Bear there? To smoke it a better, nigga. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. We in that bit. Oh, man. Three mountain lines, right? Damn. Where these niggas come from? Bro, one come from from the bike, right? From the back or the bike? <laughs> the bike, nigga. The bike. They got a bike. There's a mountain line on a bike. <laughs> the bike, me, the bike. Oh, like the back though? Yeah, the back though. Uh, yeah, one of the back. Oh, and of course, there's woods around us. It got one like to the left and one to the right. Mm -hmm. But they like, you know, creeping out on some shit. Mm hmm. I bet you. You what? I'm counting on you. No. What you doing? Now, you know, I got to ask my favorite question. Do I have a weapon? Do yes, I have babe. a weapon? <laughs> babe, you have your handy dandy pocket knife. What the fuck? <laughs> Get us out of here safe, nigga. I could have swore I had motherfucking more than this pocket knife on me. <laughs> it's, it's Fortnite. You could go loot at some point. <laughs> you just dropped. Crazy thing is, when I jumped out the plane, uh, instantly I seen the mountain lions. I'm not dumb. Feeling uh-huh. the tree. already, I'm on this top of the tree branch right here. Boom, uh, cut a branch off right quick, skimmed it down to a little needle point. You know how that go. Uh, bow and arrow got it on me right now. Demo, take this right here. I'm throwing you. I accidentally threw it down to you because you was already on the ground. Boom, stuck it, hit you in the hand. Now you down there crying. <laughs> take it out your hand. Simple. We get down. I get. I jump out the tree like I'm Spider Man. I got six more arrows on me. You still fighting with this one in your hand? Uh, after we done smoked the Joe, you know, I said the Joe. I don't do that. I smoked on that that wood. Like, 
Look, the nigga that just walked by said he finna go smoke with Joe. I told you I don't do that. Yeah. So look, I know D. I know Rue keep it on him. He got him a, a bottle. Um. Little crown or some, some known on keep. Oh God! On the hike, I got some hand dog. I got some hand dog. We got a wood. We smoking with smoking the bear. We just jumped out of the We out here with smoking the bear. You think Rue ain't got no wood? We out here with smoking the bear, Rue and Bang Man. Nigga, we can never lose. Okay, okay, okay. Switch up. Smoking out with y'all. Smoking seen the mountain lions and got the. Fuck. Well, fuck that. It's, it's me and him. I'm still fighting with the shit. That's, in my that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Man, you man, gotta live. Man, you gotta man. live to see another day. That nigga Rude playing with this stick in his hand. I just snatched it and pulled the little hen dog on his hand and told him to get up and let's go. We gotta ah. get up here. Smokey leaving us. He got the wood. <laughs> Bitch, come by. <laughs> Oh, time mountain lions still surrounding. They still surrounding us. We try to go get the wood from Smokey. <laughs> Fuck you, going, nigga. And this is why you should do drugs on a hike, kid. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Listen to the bang man life oh story. This is real truth. No cap. Ever went on a hike and smoked. This is no oh, cap. Man. I saw mountain lions yesterday. Man, bang. What's so up? we didn't get out. We died. We no, 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 no. How you? We live in the day. What are you talking about? <laughs> how you think we still see the day? If they, look, if they want to see the um final results, they gotta go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know how that go. Yeah, Video- the is coming next week. <sighs> I got another YouTube video coming out tomorrow for real. Oh, y'all go subscribe to my dog shit. BJ the Bang Man, then the life of uh. Ray J's, that's my that's the school I go to. It's um barber school. I'm coming a barber stylist and I just do fades. I'm doing braids and fades. I'm cutting hair, braiding hair, I'm doing it all. I even put your lace front in if you want me to. Get at me. <laughs> I was like, I was zoned oh, out for a second and then oh, he said I put your lace front in. I'm like, hold up, I thought this nigga was in barber school. I'm a, bar- I'm a barber stylist. Cosmetology school. It's cosmetology. How you gonna tell me I'm the one to go to school for it? Y'all <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots, bro. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. Okay, let's get back to the questions, y'all. Shoot. I couldn't even curse this. <laughs> okay. I think we need to pray first before we make it. If you could ask God to change one problem in the world, what would it be? Bang. Stop cancer. Ooh, that's a great one. That is. That's a damn great one, D. Dang. That was a good one. That was mine. <laughs> oh, that was Bang Man. Bang Man thought of that first. I'm <laughs> oh like, no, distribute. No, there's too many people on the planet. I'm not <laughs> it's enough people for God, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say, end world hungry. Ooh. Okay, he can okay. do that. That's too hard for my God. Okay, I say. In poverty, mm. like people shouldn't have to go through that when it's people that's born in that when they people didn't work for it, but it's people that work for it and still ain't getting nowhere. So I would say in poverty and like shit like that. I don't know. I feel like y'all said the good ones. <laughs> Okay, you ain't got nothing. So <laughs> we gonna go to the next one. What is one spiritual tradition you have or always wanted to have in your life or family? Say it again. What is one spiritual tradition that you have or always wanted to have in your life slash family? A spiritual tradition? Yeah. It's like, would a family reunion be that? Oh, no. 
Nah, let me give you an example. Mine's like, I want my whole family to pray together, like, every day. I don't care how old you is, as long as you're my house, you're going to pray with us. Like, that's a tradition that I want to have. Play with D? I think I want um my family to journal together. Like, I want us to, you know, read the Bible and then write about it and talk about it with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was good. I ain't gonna yeah, count. Yeah. Oh. Bang, where you at with it? I'm say. Ooh, my mind went blank for a second. And, uh, more than a second now. Nah, I still blank. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's okay. We'll come back to you. Bay. Um. <clears throat> I think mine, I don't know if you, this would be considered a spiritual tradition though, but like I love like the adopt a family idea, like every holiday and stuff like that. Mm. But like I would make it for a church thing because <clears throat> the only time I've ever seen, like besides my church out here, like we've done like small stuff by just going to a nursing home, but like in California, it was they're going out and going like actually under these bridges and giving these homeless people things. And I've done stuff like that as a young kid in New Orleans, but it's like now that I'm older and I have my own money and it's just like on my heart to like always give to other people. And it's just like, why give to people who already have stuff? Like I ain't doing nothing but adding to their collection. So why not, you know, adopt a family every so often and then when I become more wealthy because God is blessing me from all my good deeds and no, I'm not doing this for show, but <clears throat> he's blessing me for all my good deeds and I can continue to bless more and more families <laughs> at a time. That's a good one. And I feel like a lot of people go wrong with that when they go to record and everything like Everything don't need to be shown to the media. The people don't need to know that you this good person, that you have a good heart. That's not up for them to determine. That's true. A lot of people, they just be doing things just to post it on social media, just to show people <laughs> that they're doing it. And that's not what God wants you to do. Right. Yeah. It's better, like Ron said, do it and just do it. Don't boast about it. Okay, mm-hmm. what is a hard learned lesson from your life? Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they, be, they be saying that in class, like if the teacher asks something, don't nobody know everybody, but mm, like that was a good question. Like they think about it. Let <laughs> <laughs> me think though. I had a lot of lessons. I was saying, you can name a couple. It's called a testimony, so share a testimony. Speak a few. Mm-hmm. Give us some of yours. Well, I'll go since nobody wants to go. Uh, hard lesson. I learned from my life was I'm gonna say it was hard because it was hard to you know get through to me that motherfuckers' opinions don't matter mm-hmm. or in another sense if you feel it's right if you feel you want to do it then do it mm-hmm. and do it wholeheartedly don't have fancy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's one that that was a hard one because it took me up until now to get that through. Um, mine would be 
<laughs> dang, I lost it as soon as you said that. Um, dang, what was it? A hard list. Oh, mine is speaking up for myself because <clears throat> I feel like in some settings I would speak up for myself, but it would be in the wrong way. And I wasn't listening to what everybody else was saying at the time. But as I went on in life, I felt like I did that because I wasn't being listened to at, at the time <clears throat> when I was going through a lot of hard stuff. But even when I did try to speak up for myself, like I said, I felt like nobody was listening. So I just kept it to myself. And at the times where I did need to speak up, I didn't, and I feel like I lost out on opportunities. I lost out on building up relationships and stuff like that. So now, I mean, I kind of got a little overboard with it, just, you know, saying everything I feel, because some people can't take bluntness. Like, you kind of have to, you kind of have to sugarcoat stuff, but people have to be able to take being blunt with them. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like mm, mine is really, I just got to appreciate life for what it is. I have this thing where I feel like I'm behind or I'm trying to rush too quickly into things or get through life or get things done. But it's just like, and I'll also be having an existential crisis sometimes. And God be telling me, you just got to chill. I got to chill. I got to relax and take it day by day. Like, appreciate life for what it is. Appreciate that I'm alive today. Appreciate the grass. Appreciate the flowers, the trees. Appreciate that I got a roof over my head. All of this stuff. Be grateful for all these people in my life. And realize that, shoot, I even though I don't know what to do next, I can prepare for what to do next. Even though I don't know the next step. Even though I feel stagnant and just don't know what to do i can prepare for that i can prepare myself you know clean my room um clear my emails i don't know clean my phone make space for something new to come in my life because something new is gonna come because it used to feel like it was all going downhill but once you're downhill there ain't no way but up and something is always gonna come through yeah so, like you said clear your Clear your phone, clear your space. When you do that, you just open it for blessings and new stuff to come in. You're opening to be heard by God and for God, for you to hear God. The more mm -hmm. you separate yourself from worldly stuff, the more you're like how daddy talk about portals and stuff like that. Like you disconnecting from that kind of stuff that can open up a portal to the devil connecting with your mind disconnecting from that stuff will open up your relationship with god and you connecting with him more mm -hmm. bang well yeah with uh what was, what was the question a life lesson that we heard that we got a hard yeah. life a hard a hard learned lesson from your life uh fight adversity um when I first went to college, I went to college to play sports, to be a bath, uh, baseball star, football star, basketball star, something. <clears throat> but when I, when I got there, uh, COVID hit. So the commissioner told anybody that's out of state couldn't try out for the team. And then so it was either go home and wait for the next season or finish and get my degree. And it was a hard decision because it was either I came here to play sports and there was something that I school is something that I didn't want to do, but I've stuck it out, finished school and got my degree. And I don't play sports today, but I'm happy that I got a degree. Nobody can take it from me. Yeah, yeah. All right, next. <clears throat> Does your choice of friends matter to your faith? Yes. Why? Uh, it's just a, a thing that I heard from so many people. You show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Or it's different people, di people, di uh, different people see it different ways. But there was just one way somebody told me. I mean, the people that you hang around is like 
who's gonna motivate you to be something in in life. I mean, you hang around bums, you're gonna be a bum. Simple as that. You yeah. hang around money, you're gonna get money. It's just about whatever you put into it is what you're gonna get out of. Yeah. Yeah, I say yeah, I agree with that. I say yeah, yes and no, because it depends on who you you're allowing to pour into you and who you want to pour into because some people that like even though you may be the only smart you may be the smartest person in that room and they say you shouldn't be the smartest person in that room but even if you are you were in that room for a reason to help somebody else or you know to guide somebody else so i feel like even if you have friends that aren't you know on the same wavelength as you or on the same path maybe they it's they're supposed to be and you're there for a reason so yeah yeah, I can't go after them all the time because they ain't say everything. I like, was going to say. like I ain't gonna lie, going after everybody that should be hard. But next question, <laughs> I, I know I'm cursing, man. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> why do people feel that their prayers are unanswered? Uh, it's I not- wanna go first. Let let Ryan go first. <laughs> go ahead. Let man. me go first so I can get it out of the way. Um, I feel like people think that their prayers aren't unanswered because we don't realize when we pray for something, either A, we worry about it, which you're not supposed to worry once you cast your cares upon God, or B, because we're still doing a certain something or some things in our life that God is like, I can't bless you or I can't elevate you until you drop it. So it's kind of like, if you want to, if you want your prayers to be answered, go to God wholeheartedly, pureheartedly, and confess everything that you're doing. Repent to him so that you can, so that your prayers can be answered, but don't repent and then go back and do what you were doing before because then you're really not going to get an answer. And then that's when people lose faith in God. And it'd be like, how can you lose faith in him when you're not even giving him the opportunity to show up in your life? He knocking at the door, but you're too busy fiddling with something else to even go answer it. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. People, they expect an immediate answer. They expect an immediate response. And that's not how God operates. It may come immediately and it may not. You know, it's all about patience. And like you said, people, they got to be they got to be on that same wavelength of what they're asking for, of what they're praying to God for, leaving in his hands. Because once you leave it in his hands, you got to already think of, oh, yeah, he's going to provide that for me. It's already coming. It's already for me. You know, you just also got to put in the work to get to that spot as well. It's not all just God. You know, you still got to put in a little 50 50 a little 25 um mm-hmm. 75 you know but yeah it's all about being on that same level of gratitude knowing that god's gonna provide it for you and you know still putting in the work don't just lay back even though you know it's all in the hands of god you still gotta work towards it as if it's coming to you faith without works is dead people bang where you at with it Mr. Junior Dinker. Dinker. <laughs> bang. Dinker. Talking about Bang Man? Yeah, well, yeah, well. Gotta repeat that oh, quick. Wow. I already knew it was coming. <laughs> Why do people fear their prayers are unanswered? <laughs> oh, because they want it instantly, and God don't work like that. As I feel like somebody said that already, but. God Nigga just zoned out this whole, <laughs> this yeah. whole little question. God works Everybody in- said that. <laughs> Go ahead, though, Thug. Yeah, I did zone out for a little minute, though. And it's no, no, I'm not saying that I'm not paying attention, but God makes He works in mysterious ways. He does things different for everybody. I mean, it's hard to say. Like, he ain't go, just because you call on him, there's seven billion people in the world. He, he's one man. He can't, he can't do everything for um everybody at the same time. I mean, when he, when it's your time, I feel like everybody has a calling. Not, not gonna say necessarily call it. It's just when it's your turn. I basically say. Yeah. Um. What 
is something you've been through in your life and feel like people can relate to and or learn from? Mm. What is that? Get off the game, BJ. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Something that people can relate to for sure is friendships. Um, even though, you know, y'all grew up for for forever, y'all for lifers, well, y'all thought y'all was for lifers, whatever. Some people are only meant to be for a short period of time to teach you a lesson. And I've been taught a lot of lessons. Like, I met friends here in college yeah, that's cool, but friends that I can truly say have been friends for since grade school, I only have one. And that's crazy to me, seeing how my life was in high school, just to end up with one friend out of that. Like, it's crazy, but yet I'm I'm grateful for it because I realized that those people weren't on the same level as me. Those people couldn't elevate with me because those people were still stuck in childish ways even at our age now and I sometimes will see some of these social media posts and I'll be like really like we too old for that like I feel like in our 20s in our early 20s but dang like come on now I thought like we was getting somewhere in life but hey to each his own people got everything else they got going on I can only worry about myself and who's around me and like you said D I got to worry about who's pouring into me and who I'm pouring into so yeah who's new i would would say you're allowed to change your mind like don't it's people always telling you you gotta be this or you'll always be that or you'll always be like this or you'll always act like that like no you're allowed to change whenever you want to like we live constantly in an impermanent state. Like we're constantly changing. Literally God is changed because nothing ever stays the same. Like things are constantly changing. So it's okay for you to change and be something different. It's okay for you to wake up and decide to be like, oh, I'm not going to work this job anymore. Oh, I'm going to pursue this now. Or, oh, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to finally get this together. It's okay to do that. And you shouldn't worry about what other people have to say about that because you focusing on you. Right, right, right. With all y'all on that one, I ain't gonna lie. And that was the last question. Before we get out of here, D, since you're new here, let them know where they can find your artwork, where they can get in touch with you, where they can get their work done buy you, you know, let them know uh, everything. Let them know everything. Like, just let them have it. I want to know, you but I probably have to do this. What happened? I say I heard that you do a lot of different stuff with the um artistic ability. You had a, a lot of artistic ability. I may need your help with some stuff on my YouTube channel. Oh, yes, yes. Y'all catch me on Instagram at delightwork with two Ks. Catch me on Twitter with Dalicia, D-A-H-H-L-E-I-C-I-A, and catch me on my website at DaliciaHeart.com. Yo, so. fuck with it. You got Cash App, tell show some love to your Cash App. True, <laughs> if y'all want to do that. Yeah, her birthday coming up. Her birthday Big coming 23. up. Right. Big 23. Jordan year. Oh, bang. Of course, go ahead, give your outro, you know. Oh, I got two men there. I'm going to just leave it. Let y'all be happy today. Uh, <laughs> I got a lot of... There you go. Man, I'm about to die. I'm playing the game and shit. Bang, man. When in doubt, bang it out. Hey, we're going to be better. Get 1% better every day, folks. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And with bang, just keep pushing. You'll get better every day. Y'all go... Y'all just stay tuned to the... Y'all stay tuned to the uh, to the upcoming series with this series here. And we're going to have more series coming for y'all. Just let us know what y'all want coming up. Thank y'all for coming on. It was really yes. great talking to y'all. We should do this. Well, we are going to do this again. Hopefully, y'all come on the next few couple episodes. You guys are welcome. Because I know y'all want to 
talk BS about y'all parents. We can get into the real stuff, you know. And BJ, I know you got some stuff you want to talk about the females. You get it off your chest, bro. Right now? No, no, <laughs> no, no, not right now. We'll be next for episode. Next hours. episode. Okay. All righty. Oh, y'all. And bang man. I really appreciate y'all. Man. You know, I'm always here for it, Demo. For sure. <laughs> Uh, we stop recording. Over.